Hey guys, hey ladies, hey friends, hey foes. We just wanted to take a second to remind you that while we're okay swearing when little ears are listening, you might not be, and that's okay. So here's your chance to pause us and wait for nap time, or pop in your earbuds. We hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Done Playing by the Rules. My name is Janelle. And I'm Jenna. And Jenna's showing off her tattoos, and I was just oogling all of them. She's getting real sleevy over there. I love well, that one. Not that I... dad one. I know. Thanks. Um, I have a tank top on because it's 86 degrees here today. So jealous. It was 70 yesterday here, and we were like, it's full-on <laughs> summer. And then today it was like 46 and rain. No. Is it really that cold? I think so. And Zach started crying and he was like, we had one nice day. We had one <laughs> nice day. And I was like, okay, well, we have to give it time. All right. So, so Jenna and I have uh, not fully discussed our views on this, but I think we have similar mm-hmm. views when it comes to college. Um, let's, let's talk about our background first and our spouses and then talk about where our parenting philosophy kind of comes from in terms of college. And then I'll read you some uh, research and interesting information. I went to college. <laughs> I went to college for six years and didn't graduate. I had a lot of fun and wouldn't trade it for anything because I got all of my wildness out of my system and now I never need to be wild again. Josh went to zero minutes of college, like barely graduated. My dad didn't go to college, barely graduated. I think my mom went to like vet school or something, but I was the first one of my and only one of my family to go to college, but didn't succeed. So that's my college story. What's yours? So I actually didn't want to go to college. I wanted to get my degree, but I did not want to go to college. I was having a lot of anxiety my senior year of high school. My parents were like, go here, like try it out. And it was great. Um, I went to a private university. I graduated in four years with a degree in education and a minor in special education. And I'm glad my parents forced me to go because it was a great experience, especially my, I think it was my junior and senior year were wonderful. I traveled abroad Um, I did my student teaching abroad. It was unforgettable. But that first year and the second year were a little, because I was just really struggling with, this is when I first kind of got diagnosed with anxiety, which being a senior in high school is really late when you've struggled with it since you were little. And I was just trying to figure all of that out. My parents were separating. It was just a lot going on. Brandon went to college in Oklahoma and he got his degree in biology, graduated in four years. And then he went on to get his master's. But he Fancy. didn't finish. No, no, no. I take that back. He went to med school. And yes. I actually met him when he was in med school. And he took me out to dinner. And you have to remember, like, if you've listened before, we got engaged after like three months. Yeah. So this is like early in our relationship. We weren't engaged yet. And he took me out to eat. And he was like, I just want to talk to you about something. And I'm just really stressed out. And I could tell something had been going on with him. And I'm thinking, oh, he's breaking up with me. And he was like, mm-hmm. I just hate where I'm at in my life. I do not like med school. I don't like anything about it. And he was still taking classes and everything. And I was like, well, what do you like? Because clearly there's some kind of, I knew he loved like biology and some of the medical stuff. And I was like, what do you like? And he was like, I like the lab aspect of it. And I was like, Mm -hmm. well, there you go. And he was like, but I can't just drop out of med school. And I said, well, why not? Yeah. And he was just kind of like, because society basically, what is society going to think? And I was like, 
who cares? And he was like, and then I have to start over if I want to get my master's. And I was like, okay, then start over. And so when we actually got married, I was working and he was in school and he was working as well, but just part-time. He ended up not finishing. He had one semester left and he got a great job opportunity and he took a job. And now he has a wonderful job. He's never finished, but his company doesn't require it. He said maybe one day he would consider going back and getting it just because he loves learning and he loves doing that kind of stuff. And his uh, company, I think, would pay for it, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he was like, I I want it to be when the kids are older and when my focus after work can be that versus... Like and my study, yeah, right. My dad graduated from college, and then when I was in middle school, he got his master's. My mom fooled around in college, like yeah. See, I told partied you, partied, and she just partied too hard. She was like, yeah. I had, I had fun, so um, much fun. And then my brother didn't graduate either. It just school had never been his thing, even though he's very, very intelligent. I feel like there was a lot of pressure to graduate and to go to a good school. And so I, being the type A personality I am and people pleaser was like, I'm going to do this then. And so that's kind of why I did it. I think that's why I did it too. Cause I yeah. like always knew I wanted to be a stay at home mom, but my dad had a company at the time and he was like, well, I mean, you could go and get a business degree and help run the company someday, even though like it was always going to be my brother's. Yeah. And I don't like, and my brother and sister are way smarter than me and didn't go to college. So I don't think that smart equals college at all. No, personally. Not at all. And some of the most successful people I know have very minimal high school uh, yeah. degrees, even. But I just thought it was the next thing you do that you, before you become, I always want to be a stay at home mom. So before yeah. you become a mom, you go to college, I guess, because my right. dad was like, you have the grades and you like have the ACT score to go. So go. Mm-hmm. My ACT score was shit. I <laughs> See, got, my so- GPA was shit and I got GPA denied was- from all the schools. And then they got my ACT scores and a couple of them let me in. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't even take the SAT because I have such bad test anxiety that I was oh, just see? like, I can't do it. Fucking and love so, tests. Mm-mm. I probably could do it now because I have a lot more. Co- but again, I didn't know I had anxiety. And I think I'm just like, and I would like, I froze. I actually took the ACT twice. And the first one, I just froze. I don't think I even did half of it. I was like, oh, but I actually changed my major when I was in school. That was like the one Oh, what? Like I don't know. Was thing. It, what was so your OG? I actually had a scholarship for communications. Oh, yeah. And I wanted, I wanted to be something in terms of like a reporter, but it was causing me anxiety. And I knew that I wanted to dictate where my life went in terms of where I live. And being a reporter, you can't. You take a job where it comes. Where and it'll then, take you. If you get a promotion and it's in another city or another state, like Mm -hmm. you take that. And I was like, I just, and I just didn't feel happy. And so one day I had known I wanted to be a teacher, but I don't know. I just feel like back then, especially like, oh, you're, you're just a teacher kind of thing. Like I will say, so I went to TCU, the school of education at that school is phenomenal. It was so much fun. It was so rewarding. It was amazing and I absolutely loved it so I'm glad you got to teach abroad like amazing that's like a life like bucket list yes and I was able to get other certifications before I graduated like an ESL and Mm -hmm. all these other things and it was just so many opportunities it was just a really really good school so I was glad I did that change because I would not be happy (laughs) 
Jenna has a positive um, college experience from an academic standpoint. I have a positive college experience from a um, social standpoint. But we do not intend to push school on our kids. Not at at all. all. You and I have like touched on this, but we've always just been like, we agree on everything and we don't like dig into stuff. But like I personally, our life insurance and stuff is set up that it is not dependent on the kids going to college. But there's a lot of people that it's dependent on going to school. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. That was a big thing when we got our, when we had the life insurance drawn up. It was, do you want to put it in this fund where it's only for college or this other fund? And I think it's like, uh, I could be, this was a lot of years ago, eight years ago. I think like it doesn't build as fast if you don't put it in a straight college fund or I don't remember Mm -hmm. how it works but you can pick to give it to them at like 18 21 25 or 28 I think was our options and we were like give it to them when they turn 21 I think we said because like if you give it to them at 18 that implies like go to school with it if you give it to them at 21 maybe they've taken a little bit of time to like think things through or they can use it to pay back student loans if they went to college I have very little interest if they go to college or don't go to college and And that is something that all research shows is brand new to our Mm. generation and the generation after us. So Generation Z is kind of like the one right before our kids. It's not us. We're millennials. We're elder millennials, I believe. But Gen Z is 1997 to 2012. So that's right before our kids. Our kids are Generation Alpha. And that is early to mid-2010s to the mid-2020s. They don't have much research showing what's going to happen with Generation Alpha because they're babies or not born Mm -hmm. yet. But Generation Z, a lot of articles are being written about how they will be the defining generation to rewrite how college is seen mm-hmm. because It'll be mostly really interesting. a lot of it has to do with how their parents see it and mm-hmm. a lot of parents don't see it the way our parents saw it my parents saw it as like this is a status symbol and mm-hmm. it means that I did my job correctly like with us it was what college did they go to what mm-hmm. college did your kid get into what college are you applying to this 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 It was such a status symbol in our generation, and our generation doesn't value it. I think studies say 53% less our generation values it. And so Generation Z and Generation Alpha are going to value it based on our expectations, which are low, much lower than our parents' generation. Well, and I think a lot of it has to do with we were told and we were conditioned to, you will not get a good job if you don't go to college. And there were so many like... I know so many people that had like stipulations. Like if you don't mm-hmm. go to college, you have to move out the second you graduate. You, you get no out, money from us. You have us. to pay for your own car. You have to get a job. Right. You have to pay for your own cell phone. Oh my God, I forgot about all that. That was every no matter parent. What. Yes. But if you go to college, mm-hmm. we will help you. And there was yeah. so much. And so then I think our generation has grown up and we're like, this is bullshit. I did not need that degree to be... And to some extent, yes, dependent on what you want to do. You can't yeah, just go a doctor, be a lawyer. A lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> So I think that we were like, this is bullshit. And I think that's why we don't put it on our kids because we have peeked behind the curtain now and we're like, wait, we didn't need that four year or six year or whatever degree or your master's or anything like that to actually be successful. And that is such an old way of thinking. 
And you start off your life riddled with debt. And so. Mm-hmm. Or your the, parents go into debt. Over or your it. parents go into. See, and my dad paid, which like privilege alert. My dad paid for everything except for one year of my college. So my student loan payments were $101 every month for like a couple years. Yeah. There my are, dad paid for mine too, but it, our thing was four years. That's what you got. Yeah. My dad was so, like. Uh, which I was six, very privileged. Was like, uh, no, like you're paying for yourself. Yeah. But I even <laughs> remember having anxiety over how much college costs, yes. especially because I was going to a private college. And yes, mm-hmm. I had a scholarship, but it wasn't full ride. It was yeah. a little bit of money, which then, and then I was like, well, I can just live at home because I know how much dorms are. And then you have meal plans and then you have books and then gas to go, you know, back and forth. And it was so expensive that I just didn't want to. My parents had to sit me down and be like, you do not need to worry about the money right now. Just apply and go where you want to go and get the education, which I am thankful that they did that because I do know a lot of people that are like, you have to go to college, but you have to go within state or to this college, which has been a whole, which is a whole other issue as well. I'm yeah, very grateful was within but... state. My dad was like, I'm not going to, because I want to go to Florida. And he's like, I'm not paying for you to go to out-of-state <laughs> tuition. Also, like, obviously, you're just going to go party. So, like, right? no. Yeah. So, I had to be within state. And my college was actually cheaper than my high school because my private high school oh, was so yeah. expensive. But in this article, which I will link, which everyone can go read because it's really well written and really succinct. But the number one reason that they think that Generation Z will skip college is the rising costs. And Mm -hmm. since 2004, so I went entered college in 2004, three or four. I graduated in 2003. So you go in the same year. So 2003. 74% increase in student debt since 2004. Mm -hmm. 74%. I have watched my college tuition, like for the school I went to, rise. And I'm like, how would anyone afford that? How? No, it's insane. And then when two people decide to or do not decide to uh, get married or cohabitate and split bills, oh. if you're both like if two, one of you is a two doctors, like, mm-hmm. and you paid for that yourself, the amount of money you are paying back is crippling. Mm-hmm. It is, or crippling. I know people that have paid off their debt or not had any. And then they get married to somebody that has a ton from college. And that's a lot. It's It's a a lot to carry. Yeah. Imagine me, Josh marrying me and I'm like, here's your sweet gift of my six years I went to college and didn't do shit with it. Right. Because it doesn't matter if you graduated. You still have to pay it all. But I only had a little bit. And so I I think I paid it by the time we were married. But the second one is increasing education alternatives. And there's a Mm -hmm. whole list on the website, but there's... So many other ways to get education than going to college. I love a trade school. Some of my favorite people are plumbers and master plumbers, and they make a shit ton of money, and they mm-hmm. go to a trade school, and they are – their actual job – like a plumber's job um, satisfaction is higher than like most lawyers. Oh, so- yeah. I had um somebody I knew in high school. She was two years older than me, and she was really talented at basketball, like really talented, but – she was really talented at hairstyling too, and she did not mm-hmm. like basketball. Parents made her, she got a full ride, made her go for basketball, and she never got to like pursue her hair career. I and know. she was always like so upset, and she would just like cry and cry because her parents were like, We won't pay for school for you, and you're gonna have to pay for this and be on your own completely. And she was like, I can't do that 
I'm like, that sucks. Like, and she's a teacher now. And I'm like, you could have made more money being a hairstylist probably, but. Or yeah. like what your satisfaction would be doing exactly. something artistic that you find so fulfilling. And you're versus... naturally good at. Yes. Like she was doing all of our hair when she was in high school. Like highlights. Dude, like hairstylists yeah. make so much fucking money too. Don't like, oh my God. Go Which if you're good, you deserve episode. it. So. <laughs> you deserve it. It's yeah. art. It's art and it is hard. And it is also like chemistry because like mm-hmm. someone, you could burn all my hair off bleaching it the yeah. way that you and I bleach our hair. So you have to know so much and you have to do so much like training and follow-up training. Another thing that I found very interesting was the third factor is lengthening life and innovative times. And which I always love. Do you ever watch like an old timey show and then somebody on it's like 50 and you're like, That guy would be dead if this was actually 1800. The global life expectancy of humans in 1900 was 31 years old. In 2015, it was 71. The first person to live to be 150 has likely already been born. So I know. So people are realizing that as things happen, will a four-year education Mm -hmm. at a school sustain me if my career is a hundred years right that doesn't equate for gen z who sees like if i'm going to be working for a hundred years because will there be social security for gen z probably Mm -hmm. not so if i'm going to be working for a hundred years they are going to be looking to their employers to Mm -hmm. educate them which is the next step which is like you said about brandon education is going corporate Mm-hmm. So jobs are paying for your continuing education at this right. point. Kids don't necessarily, those rascally Gen Zs <laughs> don't see the value in paying a huge debt to go into a job that's just going to continue your education. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think our generation also is a lot more focused on happiness and joy and living not in the moment but like what living for what makes us happy. And I don't yeah. want to say we're more of a selfish generation, but some people might see it as that, like other I think, generations. I think the boomers think we're selfish or they're yeah. selfish. And so it's like, I us. think that a lot of us had missed out on a lot of dreams or opportunities. I knew a lot of people that wanted to be a mechanic, mm-hmm. lots of people, male and female. And people would just be like, why? Like, that's not a good job. That's not a career. Did a a, and it's job. like, what? And it, that takes a special type of person to be good at that. I don't know. I could go off on Guess a whole tangent. Guess how much my, well, my husband we hires mechanics. He pays a mechanic 120 grand a year. Like yeah. every mechanic that comes in has the potential to make $120,000 a year right out. Yeah. You're not going to make that coming straight out of a four-year school. Right. And so I think we've realized like, okay, we don't need to go to college unless it's something that really is some, exactly that for our career and there are like you, you said there's so CPA? many more opportunities yeah so that's I think what it just... says is gen z um in reference to education is going corporate gen z is seriously considering foregoing a traditional college education to go work for a company that provides college-like training as part of the job and companies are preparing to pivot they're talking about walmart and at&t are making job retraining a high priority on college campuses students are willing to walk right up to recruiters and say will you teach me what i need to know if i go to work for you so you can recruit right off of a college campus if you're willing to provide the training to 
send them up the ladder. And I have a couple of friends Mm -hmm. that work for Costco and went up the ladder at Costco and make great money at Costco, like bananas, because these companies will just keep retraining you and Mm -hmm. college has nothing to do with this. No, exactly. That's not even in the conversation. And again, which we've already covered, shifting priorities for parents, which is Mm -hmm. mine and Jenna's uh, big one. This article says baby boomers viewed education as a dream, Generation X as a differentiator, millennials as a cultural norm, and Generation Z as for law and medical students only, which is Mm -hmm. what you and I have said accidentally multiple times. Gen Z sees college as medical and law only. Because baby boomers held education in such a high regard, which our parents were baby boomers, they instilled the belief and the need to attend college into their millennial children, which is us. Many argue the only reason college even remains relevant today is due to societal and peer pressure, which Generation Z does not give a fuck about societal Mm -mm. pressure, so that's not going to hold out. Only 39% of millennials believe a college degree, quote unquote, leads to a good job or higher lifetime earnings. So millennial parents at a 39% believing in college being a determining factor is not enough to keep even colleges in business is what they're talking about. Like universities are going to go out of business if this trend continues. I know, which is, I don't know. It's kind of crazy to me because I have a lot of people that I follow on Facebook Facebook or social media and their kids are all kind of graduating this year and it's all still college talk and I was kind of surprised really thinking that it would be different I don't know it's still a lot of college talk and if my kid comes to me and is like I want to go to college I'm gonna say okay let's talk about how we can make that happen I will honor that I don't think it's necessary I don't think it's unless of course they want to be like we've mentioned a career where you it is necessary. But if they say they want to go for that experience, like they're going to have to take it seriously for one, because I'm not going to just pay for them to party. But like, I get it because I had a great experience between the friends I made and studying abroad and just living on my own. I don't want to say my high school was kind of a joke, but I did not work hard in high school at all. I didn't study. I didn't even know how to study. And so when I went to college, it was very eye opening. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Like, I don't oh even know God. how to like really take notes or anything. Yeah. And so I had to kind of teach myself and I, I learned a lot from it. I learned a lot about myself. I grew a lot as a person in those four years, especially the last two. And so I am open to it. Like, I'm not going to be like, no, like you don't need to go. But at the same well, time, like, also like no if pressure. our kids came, if our kids came to us and said, I want to go to circus school, we would also sit down and have the same conversation right. with them. But that's like college and circus school are interchangeable to me. And yeah, last- same here my youngest may want to be a doctor and so you honey you hell have to go to college but like unless it is something that like if Zach is dying to be a CPA or like wants to be this or wants to be something that does require like a college degree but also all these articles were written before the pandemic and the college landscape has changed so much during the pandemic a lot of college is just done at home now Mm -hmm. you're not living on campus you're not I mean a lot of it still is it's a different it's going to be a really different landscape in the next 10 years I think Mm -hmm. regarding virtual learning from home for college versus a campus that supports Mm -hmm. a building and the infrastructure of an actual campus Right. And can we also talk about how it's okay for your kid to not know what they want to do when they're a senior and their year right after? Because clearly, like I went to college 
for that reason. And I had applied to three schools and I got into them and then TCU had offered me a scholarship and that was really where I wanted to go, honestly. And I was just lucky that they did. And so that's why, that's kind of why I picked them. But then I didn't even stay with that career path. Yeah. I think it's okay well, and why for your do we kid think to think that when know. somebody turns 18 that they're suddenly like worldly? Right? Yeah. Like I had like, no like, idea. And I didn't even no. know half the careers out there. And I don't know, like we went to job fairs, but we didn't have like, like you have career day and it's like what? When you're little, first of all, and it's like yeah. firemen, police people, like we need to open our kids' eyes. I think that's our job as parents to all the different job opportunities. Like whenever my kids are like, oh, I'm really into like exotic reptiles. I'm like, zoology is something you yeah. can study. And we talk about those terms yeah. because I also wanted to study marine biology because that was something I was familiar with and I was really interested in, but I didn't want to live that far from home, which that's what I needed at the time. But no one talked to me about like zoology. And I think I would have actually probably gone down that path, but of course it wasn't even offered at my school and I'm not going to go back now and do it. I know oh, I could. Oh, you'd be so cute. But yeah, it's just not as much of a passion right now, but kind of felt like I missed out. Like there was not much talk of this is what you could do. It's like, okay, here's the colleges. It's not, here's the careers or the career It reminds me of, you know, how people talk about like, I'm sure look glad that we learned so much about parallelograms in high school because it's really come (laughs) in handy, this parallelogram season. No one ever explained to me what student debt was. And no Mm. one ever explained to me, no one ever explained to me I could study abroad. No one Mm -hmm. ever explained to me a lot of the opportunities that I missed out on in school. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't even know like that student debt could be crippling as an adult. No one literally ever said to me, no one explained to me like, Hey, there's going to be a bunch of predatory people. And luckily I, my dad told me like, never sign up for a credit card in college, but no one told me there was going to be 500 predatory credit card booths Mm -hmm. and every hallway of opening week. And I had so many roommates that signed up for five credit cards and ruined their credit before they even left their freshman year of college. And that's what you like, what you said, let's have these conversations. When Mikey's Mm -hmm. obsessed with bones, we talk to him like, oh, you could be a surgeon. You could be like Mikey right now will tell you he wants to be a paleontologist and he's five. Where's Zach? is going to be some sort of like comedian or like who knows what I don't see Zach being uh I mean he's super smart but I just don't see him being a studious kid my brother and sister I've said are smarter than me and both have great like lives and career paths that they have chosen for themselves and are completely happy Mm -hmm. and I always knew I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom so I was the one like what am I doing here what am I doing at college but (laughs) I mean, yeah. it turned out to be worth it in terms of like getting my getting my sillies out as you right. and me and your mom would say. But the other big thing is, and this is the sixth point, which I find fascinating because my college degree that I didn't get was in uh, organizational management, which is just a business degree. But I still- Why did I think it was psychology? Uh, minor in psychology. Oh, okay. Major in business, minor in psychology. But I still am fascinated by the economy. Like I wish that I could have like just gone on like into the stock market or something because I love just reading and talking to Brandon about like stocks and the economy. And every time I go over to Jenna's, I'm like, hey, Brandon, let's talk about (laughs) the stock market. But the gig economy. So a gig Mm -hmm. economy is think about what you think of as a gig economy. Basically, it is Uber, it is um, food delivery, it's DoorDash, it's all of these jobs. And so I thought this was a really interesting way to describe it. A job that lasts a certain amount of time, the term comes from musicians to define a performance engagement. 
It is in a free market system in which temporary positions are common and workers are hired for short-term commitments. So this article was written, I think, in 2019, but they estimated in 2020 that gig economy would make up 43% of the workforce. Oh, wow. And I believe that. I believe it too. And gig economy is a big deal because it is a way for people to, you can look up all the charts online. A lot of it is like just to earn extra income around their schedule. Um, It works out better for people to work while their kids are at school. They can set their own hours. They can work Mm -hmm. from home. They can work remotely. It's a set amount of time and then you move on to the next thing. Some of the examples of jobs in a gig economy, which are all the jobs happening right now, graphic design and branding, digital marketing, freelance writing, pet sitting and dog walking. These are the 10 most popular gig economy jobs. Virtual assistant, which is humongous. Do you know that virtual assistants can make like $100,000 a year? What? I want to be a virtual assistant, Uber and Lyft, which we just talked about. Mm -hmm. I think we food deliveries in here, web developer and coding, which has been medical coding has been around as a home job forever Mm -hmm. since our parents proofreader and editor and then like even video editor and podcast editing when jenna and i started the podcast we looked into a podcast editing and they make a hundred dollars an hour a little out of our price range a hundred dollars an hour we told her <laughs> we told um janelle's sister that she should go into that and like website design yes she's so good people will pay big money for that amy jonak on um undocumented employee of done playing by the rules <laughs> And Brandon Wilson. But I think it's really interesting to note that as the gig economy increases, which I mean, in the pandemic, I can't imagine that it's only 43%. This Mm -hmm. was written before the pandemic. So think of what it actually is. Like I could not leave my house for a month if I wanted to. Right. All food delivered, all groceries delivered, all clothing delivered. And all, a lot of these jobs, like my, I'm not just seeing the Amazon truck. I'm having a no. minivan drop off stuff in the middle of the night. So we left because we had a, we had ordered stuff from Amazon and it all just happened to come today. So there's four things coming today, all different trucks, all from Amazon. All different. Yeah. It was so crazy. those people are all participating in the gig economy while their kids are at school or like yep. my Costco order. I order Costco every week and the person that delivers it is doing it while their kids are at school. Mm-hmm. And I just think that if you read these articles, it'll explain to you like like a four-year degree has no place in a gig economy. Right. Because it's not providing you with any of the tools you need. Uh, And in this article, which I will link, it also goes on to state uh, the other problem with four-year degrees, not enough people are innovating enough in higher education. General Electric looks nothing like it looks looked in 1975. Mm-hmm. Harvard, Yale, Princeton, and Stanford look exactly like they <laughs> looked in 1975. Here's the problem. So the main thing that they say is in this article, the pace of innovation in higher education is stunningly slow. We're still on a system where the break is in the summer. The reason that the system works like that is because we, in the summer, went to pick plants, and that was a natural (laughs) way to organize school. So they're saying that if these universities don't whiplash their changes, they're Mm going to be so obsolete in 10 years that it's not even going to be relevant. I mean, I think, but I don't know, because I do feel like there are people from our generation that They have been so 
ingrained with how important college is that they have the same viewpoint. I think so too. I think there's probably, I honestly think that it's probably 50-50, if not yeah. more, even though these articles state otherwise. I'd say that 50% of the people that I know have a goal of sending their children to college. Or it's like they still have their parents around and their mm-hmm. parents are like, no, like my grandkid is going to college. Yeah. I think I that's know. another like big thing. So it'll be that's interesting a big thing, to yeah. see. Because grandparents have a lot of... And, in this economy also right now where um, in-laws are living with children and are a big part of caregiving teams, which was a funny thing when I lived in Richmond, they kept showing us houses and they're like, this is the in-law suite. This is the in-law yeah. suite. And I was like, what the fuck is an in-law suite finally? <laughs> or like, who would want that? Like, you're probably Why like. Why is that a thing? <laughs> and they're like, oh, they're always on the main floor because, you know, your mother-in-law. And I was like y'all just live like multi-generationally I'm sorry please come again but that's a big thing there and here everybody has family around and so you do have these boomer generations still breathing down your neck of how to raise children and Mm -hmm. that is a very common see my parents weren't like you need to go to college my parents were like graduate high school and do kind of what you want to do my dad did want me to go just because I think he felt like I would benefit from it mm-hmm. I think he thought I would benefit differently than I did I don't think he thought I'd get all my partying out of my system for whatever yeah. I was paying but I know still a lot from college that actually I honestly I I, th- I say to Josh a lot like if you ever divorce me I put a lot of knowledge into your brain on how to run businesses <laughs> because like I know a lot still about economics and how um, supply and demand works and how like balance sheets yeah. work and stuff that I can actually give him real life help right. with things and he didn't go to college and so I have actual business degree knowledge yeah. even though I didn't finish and so there isn't a cut and dry answer to this college mm-hmm. isn't the devil right. I just think that it's time for us as parents to reflect on what pathway we are intentionally or unintentionally forcing onto our children mm-hmm. and forcing is not meant to be a mean word we ingrain things in our children every single day And if it's college, 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 you need to do this because of college. You need to do this because of college. I hear it on homeschool. Do you like read about it in homeschool boards a lot? Like, what do you do when they want to go to college? What Mm -hmm. I see it every new homeschooler that comes onto the my state's homeschool page. Oh, like like in terms of like uh, transcripts. Like, how do you provide transcripts when they want to go to college? Yeah, yeah. The biggest question is like, how do you prove what they know when they want to go to college? And it's like, Mm -hmm. will they want to go? Or they'll be very well prepared because it's not just filler stuff. Exactly. And I don't, I think, yes. And they they often say like, and I'm not, I, as Jenna Mayer, do, did we talk about this yet? That my kids are going to school next year? Okay. I, I always forget who I told and who I didn't yeah. tell things. Um, so I'm not saying like, hey, homeschool is better. Jenna doesn't think homeschool or public mm-hmm. like we don't have a preference. We're just do what's best for our family year right. to year. If my kids come to me and say, I desperately want to go to college and they say, I want to go to be a architect I want to go to be a blah 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 if they come to me and say I want to go to be a puppeteer Mm -hmm. I'm still going to sit down with them and honor that conversation and hear why they feel that college is a necessity to that just the same way that my brother sat down with my dad and explained to my parents why he wasn't going to college Mm -hmm. your brother works in a job with his hands that he loves and call it outside and college wouldn't have mattered a shit to that no but there are things that college is going to matter to, like Mikey, who's going to operate on people's leg bones. Yeah, you kind of need to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so 
I know that the second we had kids, it was a topic. Like, are you going to set up a, what is it out here? Five, two, nine? Is that it? God, I don't remember. Something so plan. long ago. I'm a hundred. So in Texas, they also have a plan. And my husband went to school out of state. I went to a private university and we were like, we're not setting up something that's in state because we want our kids to have the freedom to choose. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. And then it kind of opened our eyes and we were like, wait, why are we setting up a college fund? You know, and we really started talking. So we have set up just a savings account because that was important to grandparents. I felt like they were like, well, when they get, we had, a, we had our kids baptized. When they get baptized or when they have a birthday, we want to contribute to their quote college fund. And we're like, okay. So we set it this up and it's basically, we looked into all of them and some are right for some people. They're like, I think the Virginia one, you can do a trade school as well. But I was like, what if we basically have like a Taylor Swift on our hands? Like she's not going to trade school. So, and the money can be transferred from like one kid to the other if they don't go. But we were like, this just feels so complicated and confining. So we just set up a savings. When our kids are 18, they kind of decide. They don't necessarily get the money because I think personally it depends on the child because yeah. I could have handled it at 18, but I love my brother. He could not have. He I would have I'm your brother. I would have bought all new clothes and yeah. probably a new car. <laughs> and so if they do go to college, like it can be used for that. If yeah. they go to trade school, it can be used for that. If they want to pursue their career, they're going to need some help, whether it's with rent or say they're a tattoo artist. They're going to have to buy all the equipment or whatever yeah. it may be to get themselves on their feet. And so- yeah. That is one way that we have supported, I don't even want to say their education after high school because it's not necessarily education, their career path or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I understand my kids might come to us at 18 and say, I have no idea what I want to do. And then we will sit down and we will talk. We will look at all the opportunities, trade school, a career path, basically we'll play the game of life, right? Trade school, career path, college. What do you want to do? Here's what each has to offer offer you. It's mm-hmm. not a set commitment. If you start college and you hate it, guess what? You don't have to finish. You can't just like cold turkey finish and come live back home. You have to have a plan. If you start a career path and you say, okay, I'm not finding the opportunities I want everywhere is saying I need some kind of degree, even if it's an associate's like, we will help you with that, but you're not like set in stone for that. But we're also not going to have the mindset of like, okay, you're out of high school. Now you can just what I say is dick around and live at home and do nothing. Like you have to have a plan after that because I think I know some people that also have had the experience where it's like my parents let me think about what I wanted to do. And then they basically did nothing. And they're like, I wish my parents pushed me more. Yeah. So like we're going to challenge them, but we're also not going to limit them. If that makes sense. I think that was a big part of my dad sending me to is I think he knew I was just going to float along. Like, my dad just one day a week before I was going to move to college was like, I'm going to take you to college tomorrow. (laughs) And like, I think he was so concerned that I was not going to fly the nest that he was like, I have to push her out. And I think that was a big part of it. But I do think that there has to be, like you said, there has to be the pros and cons on the table of what their plans are and what their passions are. Mm -hmm. And Hey, just so you know, if you choose to not go to college, not go to trade school, and you want to become a self-made TikTok YouTube producer, God, I, how old do I sound? Just, oh, the TikTok YouTube <laughs> producer, you know, um, if you want to like pursue something like this, like that's your money and that's your chance. And if this is your dream, 
and mm-hmm. you choose to blow your money on that dream and it doesn't work out, I have all the faith in the world in you, but just know like yeah. that is your enrichment path that you right. are choosing and I'm not going to bail you out 45 times. And I think we also know our kids too, right? Yeah. Like, like I didn't have the opportunity to not go to college, unfortunately, even though I think college was the best choice for me. However, my brother, it was not. I think yeah. he could have pursued other things, but I wanted to go to a small little, not, it wasn't community college, but it's one where you could just get like your associates. Do you know yeah, what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't yeah, know what that's yeah. called. Junior college, a junior yeah. college. And I wanted to go there because it was 15 minutes from home. And my parents knew that eventually I, cause I'd always been really outgoing. They knew eventually I would get over what I was going through mentally And they wanted me to have the opportunities. And I am so glad they did. And so they pushed me. They were like, this one's 45 minutes away. And they gave me like the security of like, you can come home, but you are not living at home. If you need to come home for the weekend or for a night, you are welcome. The door is always open. You are living at school. You are going to, and they knew they had to push me because if I had, I had this little bubble. And so if I just kept living in that bubble, I would have just stayed home and driven to college every day and not had any of those opportunities. Exactly. And then my parents ended up divorcing and splitting up. And so if I had been at home, like my world would have, <gasps> you would have been in the although middle actually, of actually, yeah. I technically was at home because I was in between living situations, but yeah. I was only at home for like two weeks. But I was so glad that I actually had somewhere else to go afterwards. And Absolutely. like I said, studying abroad was one of the best things. And it really formed me as a person and my love for travel. And it really made me see like, I can manage this thing called anxiety, which was still new mm-hmm. at that time. I mean, yeah. I had it for two or three years as a label and had been on and off medications. And so like, I was so anxious going and my dad was like, the worst thing that can happen is that we bring you back home. End of story. And I was, like I said, I'm beyond grateful. And they just knew that. They knew if I had gone to this junior college, I would have stayed in this little town and I would not have become the person I wanted to become. And so I think as parents, we do know our kids. And so we know if our kids, basically like if if Peyton wanted to become a singer and she is the worst singer ever, I'm not going to say, here's all the money go make yes, it big child make a record label right like I, I'm just not I'm gonna be honest with my kid I know that sounds a little harsh lie. but I think you should lie to her and be like baby you're the next big thing right you get it Brittany you go you got girl, it, girl. <laughs> but I think that your point is very correct but and that's not to say like I personally think that like some of the more successful kids that I know too followed the path of go to community college for a year mm-hmm. and get some cheap credits under your belt build up your callus to learn how to study and, and then figure out what you want to do. Yes. Like yeah. that's kind of brilliant if you right. are actually going to leave the nest at some point. Right. Which J- Jenna was not going to. Jenna was no. going to revert into a full baby. Yeah. Um, and my parents tried to get me to stay home and go. So I went to a school two hours away, but there was a school like 25 minutes away. And they tried to get me to stay home and go to that school really hard. And I was like, if I'm going to go, I need to go. But I was also, I didn't get diagnosed with anxiety until I think I was 20. So I could not face the idea of living in a dorm. So I was so anxiety ridden that I never sent in my dorm registration because I was so petrified of it. And so all of a sudden they called me and were like, you didn't send in your dorm registration by the deadline. Like you don't have a dorm. And so I ended up living off campus, which was the ideal situation for me. Okay. Just because I needed my own 
bedroom. I could yeah. not function. I don't do well with people like in a in an enclosed space. I feel really claustrophobic. Like I'm in my closet right now and I'm like, ah, yeah. and it's huge. It worked out well, but my anxiety would not let me send in the dorm form because I was so petrified of living with someone else. It worked out for the best and the worst because there was not a very strict drinking policy off campus in my house. Mm. Shout out 19th and Lawn. Yes, but it was so fun. But I think I would want my kids to probably be in a dorm situation if I sent them. Dorms are just as bad, honestly. Are they? See, I don't even know. Oh, yeah, you're right. They were. I do remember some bad dorm situations. You have to remember there's an RA and it's basically yeah. another college kid. Like There was a you know. kid in, yeah, there was a kid in my boyfriend at the Times dorm that somehow lit his hand on fire doing a shot of 151, but they didn't want to tell anyone. And so they just wrapped it up in wet toilet paper and he <gasps> went to bed. Oh my gosh. And then- I actually lived in a sorority house and it was actually the calmest situation. Which See, isn't that think. crazy? I know. Okay. Now we're just yeah. like reminiscing on how fun college is. Back yeah. to college is the worst. No, see, but that's what we don't think college is the worst. We mm-hmm. just are evolving. It's just not for with- everyone. It's not for everyone. We're evolving with the times and we're recognizing that we don't want um, our peer parents, which are the parents that are the same age as us with their little alpha generation kids. I mean, a 10 year old is a Gen Z, so Mm -hmm. they might not want to go to college and know that the world is bigger than it was when we were young and when our parents were young and figure out how much what percentage of the pressure is coming from your baby boomer parents. And what part of the pressure is coming from yourself being told that college was mm-hmm. the only way. And then factor that into what the economy really is right now with social media mm-hmm. and gaming and app development and, like, and all I think of it. Money was so important to our parents' generation too. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if that came from how they grew up. Like I know my dad grew up with not a lot of money. Well, their parents lived through the Great Depression and so yes. that was that generational trauma was still strong in our boomer parents. Definitely. And like he wanted a my dad wanted a high paying, very strong job. And so he thought his kids should have the same and I yeah. love my dad to death, but he did have very closed views on things. And so mm-hmm. my brother, it was like oh, this isn't a real career. Even me being a teacher, he didn't see it as like a true good career. Like he was proud of me. Careers, yes. But I think it was the money. And I can't tell you how many people, I got the comments from people the same age as me when I was in college, whether they were at a different college because I would visit friends at college or at my college with a different career path. So why would you ever become a teacher? Because the amount of money you're spending on your education will never be made up with your career. Like, basically, I'll never make back the money. And I'm just basically like... Basically, another reason why teachers what? are the angels of the universe. They are right. literally doing something that puts them in debt for their love of teaching your children. Yes. I get so mad when people don't yeah. teach, and I'm just treat like, them what? like goddamn heroes because they are literally putting themselves into a lifetime of debt because mm-hmm. they love your child. So my question is, are you and Josh on the same page? Totally. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, Josh might even be more anti-college than I am because... He Why didn't, didn't he go? 
he didn't really like high school. And as soon as he, he started working like real hard jobs when he was 16. And by the time he was 18, he was running a, like he was like head manager of a and his automotive parents were just store. Like, cool. Yeah. They didn't care. And I mean, he, he just started making money and then he just started climbing so fast that there was just no reason. And he w- had friends cause he lived in Kansas city and he still, he partied with his friends that were in college And so he still lived like the college experience, but he had like a real career job. So it just never fit But that makes sense. I mean, that's nice that his parents didn't like pressure it. No, I don't think that. I mean, I've never asked him if they pushed him, but I don't think they did at all. He also just hated high school so much. I think he finished high school online, I want to say. Was that even a thing? (laughs) Yes. That's what I said. I was like, what were you on AOL dial-up? Right. I think my sister finished in an alternative way. I know that my brother like graduated high school only because my dad had him at Kinko's uh, the whole night before high school graduation so he could finish one final project that would have failed him from like I only went to college because I went the I went to public school and I was fucking around so much in ninth grade that my parents sent me to private school in 10th grade and it was like required basically Mm. that you go to college out of that high school like they I still get their newsletter and it is like our college enrollment is 98% like all the private schools you and I toured remember you did private schools that you and I toured and it was like our kindergartners will all go to college and it was just like (laughs) what if they don't yeah what if they don't and this is the school they go to and and everything they're doing there and oh it's been Mm -hmm. so it's still a real it's still a very real selling point for a private school that would we were going to pay a lot of money to send our kids to they had pictures up of all the graduates and what college they were going to and what they were going to study and this was two years the beginning of the pandemic so Mm -hmm. college isn't going anywhere right now but just be open to the idea that it might not be where our little generation how much do you love that they're generation alpha it's so is it alpha or alpha alpha well al like okay. the Greek. What was I, I thought? Saying? That's what you were saying, but with your accent, it sounds kind of like my nose e. is super stuffy Alpha. too because I was around bonfires for the whole weekend, oh. so like nothing is yeah. working in here. That is really cute. You, like, I didn't the know whole that. Time. Okay, a alpha, like alpha dog, alpha, alpha female. <laughs> Can we make our call to action? I'm sure some of us know high schoolers or people who are about to be in high school and possibly graduate to stop saying, so what college are you going to? To just say like, what's your, do you have, or not even what's your plan? Do you have a plan yet for after high school? Or what are your interests for when when school's done? Yeah. And just kind of leave it at that. And if they say, I love that. Oh, thanks. Zach uh, this morning told me that he's going to start an amusement. Well, it's Zach's has been starting amusement park for like the last six months. But this morning he informed me the amusement park would be in Virginia. So Ooh, I hope you kind? enjoy. Uh, I don't know. It's going to have a lot of Minecraft rides and a lot of Roblox rides and a lot of like spooky haunted houses. Basically, I think just oh, all dang. things Zach's afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to put in his amusement park. Cool. Because when, when he realized how expensive going to Disney was, he was like, that is it. This is how you get rich. So right? Zach's Amusement Park is moving to Virginia. So um, get excited. I'll be um, a tour guide. No, I don't like people. Oh, yeah, that'd be perfect. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do PR. Yeah, you could do PR. You can do like the journal. You can do the announcements. Perfect. The park <laughs> will be closing in 15 minutes. Please see the exit. And I'll do the music. I'll have good park oh, music yeah. for him. 
So we hope you enjoy this. I know that everyone's going to have different viewpoints on this. So if your viewpoint's different, just remember this is ours and yours is uh, yours. You can write it in so, and say, guess what? College is important because yeah. blah, blah, blah. And we'll do, I'm more than happy to take criticism and constructive criticism and unconstructive is unconstructive right. a word. <laughs> Zach and I were working on prefixes and suffixes today. And he was like, what's the difference between a prefix and a suffix? And I was like, I think beginning and end. Yeah. And I just had to guess because <laughs> the book didn't tell me. I think that we take we were willing to take all criticism. If you write in and say like, hey, just mm-hmm. so you know, you can't do this, 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 and this without a college degree. It's not just for lawyers, accountants, and CPAs and doctors. We know it's for it's others. For, like, yeah, you have and to have know, degrees like, for certain dentist, things. Like, we get it. And uh, even like an economist, for like sure. my husband had to have a degree for his job. Yeah. In biology. Like, biology. Obviously, we're not just narrowing it down to that. We're just right. doing it to like keep this. I mean, if you want us to start every episode by listing everything that you will need a college degree for in the year 2040, we are happy to do so. But yeah. just assume that we like like we get it. But again, if my kids want to go to college, yes. But if they say hell to the no, it's not going to be the way it was for me and the way it was for Jenna and the way it was for Jenna's parents and the it's way not it even, was for It Jenna's wasn't even a conversation. Parents. Nope. And who knows? All of this could change by the time our kids go to school. There Everything could be a whole changes. other education yeah. path by the time our kids go to <gasps> like school. Like a whole other education system that's just yeah. all on Peloton. Right? A year of Peloton figuring college. it out and they dig deep and find their interests. Wouldn't that be cool? I love it. Because what if somebody had told you two years ago, because you were an Orange Theory mad woman and I was a burn boot camp mad woman. What if someone had told us two and a half years ago, like, hey, guess what? You'll not, you'll be working out at home exclusively in two years. You'd have been like, you're insane. Gross. I'm like, everything changes completely so fast in this technology age Mm -hmm. and this age of the pandemic and the ongoing pandemic and the ongoing everything that my kids weren't going to school next year at the beginning of this school Mm -hmm. year. Like everything changes so fast that there could be an entire new educational structure where college says, guess what? We're just going to provide on campus at your job classes. Mm -hmm. And the university standard becomes an antiquated idea that you and I just talk about how fun college was. Who knows? Who knows? But with that, call your therapist. And take your meds. Two, three, four.